You're listening to Redeeming Love, a movie companion podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Pruitt. You might know me as a speaker, author, or have seen me on ABC's The Bachelor. But right now, we're here to explore a different kind of love story. Redeeming Love is based on the best-selling novel by Francine Rivers and follows the life-changing journey of Angel, a young woman forced into prostitution who finds rescue in a man named Michael Hosea. Whether you're a fan of the book or new to the story, this podcast will be your exclusive destination for behind-the-scenes interviews with cast and crew, authentic conversations with special guests, fan Q&As, and fresh insights from the author and screenplay writer herself, Francine Rivers. Wow, guys, I can't believe it. We made it to episode six. Maddie Pruitt here once again, and today's episode is a good one. We're going to be taking a deeper look into what Michael Hosea's unconditional love meant to Angel and why, over the course of three years, he never abandoned his commitment to her. I'm also so excited to sit down once again with the incredible Tom Lewis, who plays Michael in the film. But first, we're going to hear from author Francine Rivers about the overarching theme of unconditional love written throughout her story. After waiting three long years for Angel to return home, Michael never once abandoned his commitment to Angel, proving that his love for her was no ordinary love. When Michael welcomes Angel home after all those years, he proved that no amount of hurt or betrayal could affect his unconditional love for her. Now, let's hear from Francine about how pure, unconditional love, like Michael's, provides us comfort and reassurance in spite of our darkest demons. Well, there are a couple of scenes. There is one where he goes back to get her yet again Mm -hmm. and how deeply hurt he is where he just goes off and he's weeping. Mm Of it. he gets crushed too in this yeah. whole battle that's yeah. going on and then uh there there's a point where i didn't want him in the book i didn't want him riding to the rescue because it's really not about him saving her mm-hmm. people can't save anybody yep. it has Amen. to be a work of the holy spirit and of yeah. god and he wants so much to be the guy riding in and saving the day and god is telling him no mm. you know she belongs to me and you have to wait and that's a battle. That is a battle. Yeah. Stand firm and let her find her own way home. Mm-hmm. She has to make the decision. It ultimately, love is a choice. And yeah. that's the point of the movie, too, is that um, you have to make a choice of what kind of life you want to have. Mm-hmm. You don't just blithely go along and it's all handed to you. You have to decide yeah. to have that love. We tend to think of love as an emotion, I think. Mm, yes. Uh, and and it very often is um, an act of your will mm. to decide to love. Yeah. And to show that love. And Michael has to do that repeatedly. Yeah. Because she's fighting him. She's fighting him constantly. Yeah. Even when she's, her heart is softening toward him and she's beginning to trust him. And then she fights even harder because there's the threat of being hurt yet again. Mm. So he has to stand firm all the time. It's a yeah. walk for him, but it all comes out right in the end. That way is home, your choice.
Let's dive in with Michael Hosea himself, actor Tom Lewis. What was it like working with Francine? What was it like getting to know Francine and kind of that relationship dynamic? It was great. Um, it was brilliant. Yeah, she was, I mean, I'd heard when I was auditioning that she'd seen my audition tape and kind of given the green light, really. And so that made me going to my recall with DJ that much more confident because yeah. I thought, oh, well, if the author said she's okay. Right. <laughs> if, the author, yeah. if the author likes me, then I should be okay. Then you're I'll in, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It just gave me that kind of confidence. Then when I finally met her, she was everything I, I kind of, everything I thought she would be. She mm-hmm. was just came across as so intelligent and warm and compassionate and so excited that the movie was finally happening. You know, I think yeah. for her, it'd been a really long process trying to find the right people to make the film and the right scripts. And, you know, it's her story. It's come from her head. And for her to let that go with the grace that she did mm-hmm. was really powerful to see, I think, actually. I think you get a lot of people who you know, create a book that turns into a movie or something. I, I can imagine if I did it, I'd be really controlling and I'd, I'd really I'd want exactly to know exactly, you know, yeah. how it was going to come across. And she didn't. She just let go and mm-hmm. let us do our thing. And I'm sure, you know, offered insights to DJ. And I know she helps write the script with DJ. But when we were filming, she really just let us do it and had complete trust. And that mm-hmm. was so nice and freeing. Yeah. It was so cool talking with her as she was sharing just how even in writing this book, how it was like even her own testimony of discovering who she is and what she's supposed to do with life and moving past her past. Yeah. And it, it was just so refreshing being able to to talk with her through that. And you can see just her passion for this message and her love for you guys and just her belief in you guys. Um, and yeah. so it was a really cool conversation. So for those who are going to be coming to watch the film, what would you say are like the central themes of redeeming love and why do you feel like it resonates really in, in today's world and in today's culture what what do you feel like people are gonna like walk away with and how it's gonna resonate with them I think the main thing I found out during filming and realized is is the theme of everyone has a story mm-hmm. and everyone has a past and you don't really realize why someone may act the way they do um, to in certain situations and just not to judge them because of that. You don't really know what's going on with someone deep down. You don't know someone's full history. You know, life is hard. It yeah. takes a lot. And it's a really dark, dark story at times. Um, it's one full of light as well, but there are really dark moments in it. And you have to kind of go, just let go and don't really judge people, to be honest. Mm. I think that's what I really got from the story. Also that, you know, there, there is a strength through adversity. Yeah. Angel really finds, throughout the whole film, it takes her a while, I think, to really find that inner strength to, to propel her forward and and convey Michael, who is kind of the light of the movie. Yeah. And he, no matter how hard it gets, there's always hope for him as well. Yeah. Because you know, he has a hard time throughout the whole thing and it's it's him keeping hold of hope. Right. Is the main thing. He manages to somehow find his own light whilst waiting mm. for her. 
which yeah. I think is really powerful. Yeah. And how consistent his love was um, and unconditional his love was. And I think that, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it really resonates. Like I said, it's just, it's very countercultural. It's not something that you see often. I feel like in today's world where it's, you know, it, it's very, if I feel like loving you, I'll love you. If I don't feel like loving you, I'm not going to love you. But you see in this exactly. film, you know, no, actually it's rooted in something so much bigger and something so much deeper. And I'm yeah. going to choose to love you, even if you don't deserve it right now, even if, you know, you're, you're walking away, even if you're, you know, acting hateful or rude um and and I love also to what you said is is that she found strength even in adversity and I and I always like to say you know that it's so cool to see how even your pain can be used for a purpose and I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to you know because we all walk through painful yeah yeah massively I mean you you have to think that you don't grow without pain it's Mm. the sad realization and it's just the truth of the world that it is really difficult to grow or improve in any way if you're like is perfect yeah. because you've got nothing to propel you into that and mm. so you know at the time her you know her life is awful and and horrendous things happen to her yet she has humor and wit and is gentle and kind and you know to go through all those things and still have those qualities and still be that way yeah. is a beautiful thing to watch I think Abby was just portrayed that fantastically. Yeah. No, she did an amazing job. Would you say, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but would you say that this message has really impacted, you know, your personal life? Do you feel like you learned a lot about yourself kind of through studying, reading, acting, and, and all of that with with this message? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely made me, you, I think you can't help but go through a process like this and not reassess your own life yeah you know and go through a story as kind of dark and troubling as this and not look at your own life and think gosh how am I you know treating others how am I acting toward myself um it was such an intense time we were there you know shooting you know three three and a half months and it kind of takes you know when you're going through a story every single day and you're kind of living it Mm -hmm. it's hard not to let it affect you and envelop you and it is such a, a hopeful story there are so right. many dark and things happening during it and I think but I think people focus on those more than they focus on the lights of the story and it is one that's just so uplifting and light Right. Because, yeah, it's it's that message of there is hope and love available to all of us and we're not too broken beyond repair and beyond redemption. And I think that's, you know, the the heartbeat of this message. And I know a lot of ladies are going to be watching this film, but what do you hope <laughs> for the men that come to the theater and watch? What do you hope they learn, you know, from your character, from this story? What do you hope they walk away with? I think... I hope they'll be able to relate to Michael in a lot of ways in the sense of, you know, Angel and Michael are just two people who are trying to find their way in the world like we all are. They're trying their best um, despite what's happened to them. And to not, I think it's quite easy for guys to leave when things get tough. Yeah. Not just in relationships, in life in general it's it's a very masculine thing to just go well this is too hard so I'm gonna leave mm-hmm. um I know you know I'm guilty of that have been guilty of that trait in the past so I hope that one of those overriding messages would be to just stick things out mm-hmm. and if things are hard and things can be a bit of a grind 
it's not always a bad thing and you can come out the other end a much stronger person. I think that would be the main message I'd give to guys. It's also, you know, it is, you know, the film is going to have a lot of female fans, but it is a huge historical sweeping epic full of, you know, horses and fights and and all sorts (laughs) that the guys appreciate as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely a movie that's, yeah, Sorry it's going to be a theater yeah. full of men, honestly. it's There's not even going to be any ladies in there. It's just a bunch of men with Kleenex boxes. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> exactly, going to be a perfect yeah. mixture. But no, I think that that is so, it's so good because I, I think it paints this picture of what true strength looks like, right? And, yeah, and sometimes totally. we have this picture. I mean, I know at least for me with my personality type, it's like we have this picture of what strength looks like, you know, ready to fight my way or the highway, right? Having to be perfect and never you know, showing vulnerability or weakness, but it's like, no, actually like strength can also be pictured as just, you know, staying put and, and trusting and waiting. Strength is patience. Yeah, no, it's so true. You see that all throughout the film, like, especially in the the last time, you know, when Angel, you know, runs away and you're sitting there like, okay, God, like, tell me, tell me I can go. And you're having to wait and you're having to trust and you're having to be patient and you're seeing that strength on display. And I just think that's such a beautiful picture like you said, um, you know, it kind of repaints, I feel like for a lot of us, what, you know, true love, true strength, true courage, you know, looks like you Mm. see that with you, you see that with angel. Um, and so I think it was just so beautifully done. Good. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Okay. My last question for you is, uh, what, what do you hope for all those men, for all those ladies, for everybody who comes and watches the film? What do you hope they really walk away with that message, that, um, theme, that whatever, that feeling that they leave the theater? What do do you hope that the film leaves them with? I think for them to leave with the feeling that whatever happens to you, as long as you remember that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. As simple as that sounds, it's kind of really the message that I, when I watched it, I took away from yeah. it, thinking, gosh, this person, these people have been through so much and there is so much turmoil in their lives and things have become so dark. And yet at the end of it, they come out walking and mm. they come out with their heads held high. There's always hope. You know, you just have to turn on the light. Yeah. J.K. Rowling says. Um, it's that kind <laughs> of, um, it's, yeah. that, it's that message that I think I took away from the movie and I hope other people do as well. Yeah. I know they will. I know everyone who comes to see this film will leave better than how they came in. They will leave challenged and encouraged. Um, and so I just want to say thank you for your time today, but also thank you. you for your role in this message and what I believe is going to impact a lot of people. Um, a lot of people who have felt hopeless and who have felt lonely and broken in their pain um, and just stuck in their past. And I truly believe um, that, you know, it was more more than just a role for you. I believe that you um, are a part of this message that's going to impact a generation and it's going to change a lot of people's lives and a lot of people are going to find freedom and confidence hopefully, and hope yeah. and hopefully. so many I think things. that's what everybody needs right now. So I yeah. think it's honestly the perfect timing for it to come out because people just need to go to the cinema and see a hopeful yep. message and see something that they can you know, draw inspiration from rather than you know all the awful things that we've been having to live with the past couple of years. 
I know. So many dark messages and mixed messages around us. It's nice to to go in and to leave encouraged and to to leave with that hope and um, with that urgency of, wow, like, okay, I, I want to be able to find that for myself. I want to be a part of, yeah. uh, of a love story like that. So um, thank you for your role in that and for many women who are going to be watching this saying, where's my Michael Hosea? So <laughs> just thank you for being you. They'll find him. Yeah, that's what I tell myself like every night. I'm like, yeah, we'll find we'll find him one day one day he's coming, he's coming. <laughs> he's coming. <laughs> but no thank you so much for your time um this was wonderful and i'm sure it's gonna encourage a lot of people and um, i'm excited for everyone to watch this film so thank you me too me too thank you very much and now we're answering your questions with redeeming love author francine rivers So what are some of the differences from the book uh, to the movie that that we should expect? Uh, Well, just the visual power of it, because when you're reading a book, you get into all the details. It's actually more gritty in the Mm -hmm. book. There's so much more detail. Um, But to see it visually, I think that's the power of a movie. Mm -hmm. So that that would be it for me, Um, because the major scenes are all in there. The story is not linear as it is in the book, because uh, we felt that, you know, if you walk into a theater and you're seeing that child's experience of the first years of her life, it would be too difficult. I think there'd be a lot of people getting up and walking out of the theater. But to see it in flashbacks, then you get the whole story in a way that you can understand what's going on. So it's really the structure that's different. Yeah. And what would you say, like, will the tone of the movie be like? Uh, Intense. Expect intense. Yep. Very emotional Mm -hmm. and cathartic and hopefully renewing at the end. Wow. And who should I go see this movie with? <laughs> who, oh who should my. I who should I be I, you know, bringing I'm, with I me to say, see this? I'm I'm hoping it'll be kind of like a chick flick type thing <laughs> where the, the wives will bring the husbands because you know that the husbands are going to learn the high calling of what it means to be a husband. Yeah, I mean Michael is the ultimate husband, mm-hmm. and he's a reflection of how God wants us to be in a in a married relationship. But I think you know girlfriends can go together, book clubs can go. I just I hope everybody. Just don't bring children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody under 13. Not under 13. Thank you all so much for listening. We want to hear from you. So let us know what you thought of today's episode by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let us know on socials who you're bringing with you to see Redeeming Love. You can find us on Instagram at Redeeming Love Movie. And you can find me online at Maddie Prue. Thank you for listening. And remember, there's no brokenness that love can't heal. Redeeming Love, a movie companion podcast, is a lasting media production. I'm your host, Maddie Pruitt. Our executive producers are John Fender and Jason Barrett. Edited and produced by Ben Delameter and Jonas Litton. Administration and project management by Bethany Callahan. Special thanks to Francine Rivers, Tom Lewis, DJ Caruso, Cindy Bond, and Brandon and Brittany Lake. 
We would also like to thank Sandoval Agency, Skies Fall Agency, Troops and Allies, Parker Productions, and WTA Media. To learn more, follow us on socials and visit our website at redeeminglovemovie.com.